Right. So we are continuing. Lord Krishna explains the yoga system. This is Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 14. We had done up to verse 29. So we are doing verse 30. Verse 30 is nothing but a recap of the verse 29. Verse 30 he says, Of all kinds of sufferings and bondage arising from various attachments, none is greater than the suffering and bondage arising from attachment to woman slash man okay and intimate contact with those attached to women slash man okay so we just have to modify the sentence by adding man to it also because today being the Kali Yuga we have people who are attached and this attachment is coming from various sources that means here again very shortly we do we have to say woman man whatever also one more one more category has to be added so the attachment of this particular individual that means the one person or people in your life who are they it could be a mother it could be a father it could be a husband, it could be a wife, it could be a male child, it could be a female child, it does not matter. It could be with any relative, it could be with any boyfriend, girlfriend, it could be with any man, woman, it really does not matter. Any kind of attachment which is to the opposite of you. The opposite, if I say opposite today in today's day and age, it could be a man man also woman woman also does not matter it really does not matter here it is a matter of attachment we are talking exclusively of a very important term called attachment so when you see that there are attachments these attachments will only bring sufferings and bondage how is the suffering and how is the bondage bondage is of whether you like it or not if that individual calls you are you going to answer the call? Suppose you deny answering. Yes, suppose you say, I will not answer the call. The person keeps on calling up. What will you do? You will have to answer, isn't it? Somewhere or the other, you need to answer. So you keep on answering. And you may have an argument saying, don't call me. But the argument called don't call me is still an attachment. Why is this thing called don't call me? The person feels that they own that object. So it is bondage. Ownership of any object means a kind of a bondage. Let us look at it from ownership point of view. Suppose you have a cell phone. And if the cell phone is lost, don't you feel out of place? Don't you feel completely lost? Even if there is no connectivity for maybe a day or half a day, do you know how difficult it is to get back into connection, to get back into the circulation? So, if you look at it from that point of view, you will understand that these attachments are the root cause of all the problems in the world. They are sufferings which come about. And when these sufferings happen, these sufferings are very, very they don't look like sufferings they look like pleasures pleasures in what form see look at it from this point of view again 
what is a pleasure pleasure is something that is supposed to give you happiness so are pleasures pleasurable situations happy or are they not pleasure actually does not mean happiness a torture is also a pleasure you have seen the masochist you know sometimes they cut their hands they they will slash their fingers they will do whatever they want to yeah, i mean they they slash their things or they actually torture themselves you will find that there are people who take drugs who know drugs are bad and yet they are so much attached to these drugs that they have to take them there are some people who are used to play you know pain killers michael jackson the great artist who was there was used to pain killers and what would he do he was prescribed pain killers till the end of his life and pain killers is that which caused him his death think about it so was it pleasure was it pain was it torture or what we always associate pleasure with happiness but it is not necessarily pleasure is equal to happiness pleasure is equal to pain as well pleasure a man gets pleasure when he is in pain so i just now told you how an individual can be taking drugs which give him pain and yet he likes it the torture itself is very very nice to that person so masochism sadism all these kind of things you know everything that is mentioned over there people love to keep on saying something you know this is a very very unique phenomena which you have to observe okay think about it this is a very very important phenomena suppose you go to a doctor and the doctor says to you oh you have adhd oh you have this you have that some kind of a he gives an acronym which people say oh my god such a dangerous disease i have got obsessive compulsive behavior i have an obsessive compulsive ocd i have an ocd and the man thinks he has a ocd and he brings it on himself when this bringing on himself is a very very unique phenomena once upon a time it so happened that there was a person sitting in front of front of ramkrishna parmahansa and he said he kept on saying you know we are all sinners we are all sinners we are all sinners we are all sinners because he was reading in the bible and the bible said we are all sinners so ramkrishna parmahansa said why do you keep on saying this repeating this to yourself what do you mean by we are the sinners the moment you say i am the sinner you become one can you understand this it is like this ocd obsessive compulsive behavior you know or whatever you call it and you and you bring it on yourself oh i am a sinner i have obsessions 
I have this kind of a problems in my world. Now, why does a person bring them on? It is because he believes that that is what he is into. A person starts believing in his own devils. If he believes in his own devils, he is going to bring them on. He creates these objects. You know, I saw one movie yesterday. It is called The Beauty and the Beast. I really don't understand. Now, I want to give you logical explanation to this story. This man knows Shakespeare by heart. He has got a massive library. Okay? He is a, he's a, okay, whatever, a lion or whatever. He has become a beast sort of a creature. The whole place is in a frost, is cold, everything is frozen in time. And here he is meeting a 16 or an 18 year old woman, a girl. Is it 500 years or is it 5000 years? And nothing has changed. You remember the first scene where there is a singer who is singing and all the beautiful girls are dancing away. Later on in the scene also, it is the same woman who is singing. So 500 years or 600 years or maybe 1000 years from now. You see the reason why I said 500 is because of Shakespeare. Okay, Not because of any other thing. Shakespeare, he is quoting Shakespeare. And this young girl is also quoting Shakespeare. You may say the young girl was not in the current century. Sorry. Do you see, remember the gun in that thing? And she creates a washing machine. Okay. So it could be early 30s or before that or 19th century. So still, 19th century, 400, 500, 600 years and everything is frozen. I mean, imagine getting married to a mummy. You know a mummy, Egyptian mummies? So, connection was dropped. I hope I am back on. So this kind of an absurd story we live in. The absurd story is uh, 500 years ago somebody was there. It's like an Egyptian mummy and you are getting married to that person. You are 16 and 18 year old. This kind of an absurd thing is believed. It is called a fairy tale. 
and the fairy tale is translated into modern times by people like you know those who have seen pretty woman it's a fairy tale it nothing happens like that in this world and yet this is called bondage so what happened to the shining the knight in the shining armor after that mr richard gere and julia roberts what would have happened now 10 years from now 20 years from now what would have happened to you know the story that we saw or the the thing that we are talking about 10 years from now forget 10 years even one year from that particular point in time when the beauty and the beast and all that nonsense song that is there and they come together then what happens one year from that point in time this is called momentary pleasures the momentary pleasures last for a very very small duration in time they do not exist it is called fairy tale is exactly what mills and boons and all those you know romantic novels talk about it doesn't work can anybody in this world say that they have had a mills and boons story in their life yes there is a man who owns an island of course there are very beautiful palm trees yes he's got yachts yes he's got aircrafts he's got those things which land on the water of course he's a very very rich man yeah very good everything and then do you remember any girl with him who's got married then and who is still with him just now you remember what i'm talking about i'm sure you rem- you know whom i'm talking about mr virgin nothing has happened in his world he is still a person who has his own issues and there is no woman over there whom she can say you know oh i have this, such a beautiful mills and boons story it doesn't happen neither do children give happiness nor does any man or woman give happiness neither do parents give happiness the happiness is so momentary so this verse is very clear he says krishna is see when you may think you know why do i have to give this kind of a deriding or a degrading sentences i am reading from the text and this text have been written thousands of years ago what is he saying of all kinds of sufferings and bondages arising from various attachments none is greater than the suffering and bondage arising from attachment to women slash man and intimate contact with those attached to women slash man think you will say krishna you have made this world huh no? why are you talking like this and two two verses in a row one after the other talking of the same thing yesterday i told you you know don't don't try to find happiness in any human being try to find happiness in yourself try to find that attachment to your own being inside of you there is no man no woman no creature on this planet earth who can give you the attachments all these kind of happinesses or pleasures in the world all right this is the thing which you need to remember and we are not talking by the way shakespeare is all bullshit i'm sure you can see that over here this this line is written way before shakespeare ever came into existence 
and if you really believe in shakespeare go and see his life do you see happiness anywhere in shakespeare's entire life even shakespeare's existence is very questionable the reason is because there were many people if you see there is a big problem there the person who writes grimm's fairy tales or anderson anderson christian anderson or for that matter even enid blyton you know she has created a world for us a very beautiful world and she was the most unhappiest person on earth likewise those who write about this kind of stories are never happy in their life the reason is because they are seeking happiness in some idiot somewhere remember there is no happiness in any man or woman anywhere in this world this is called likhit god has already written so don't try to find that is one most important thing we should know always always go with this idea that whoever that person that you think is yours is not yours at all because that person is going to be selfish to the core just like you better be selfish to the core yourself the god inside of you needs that empowerment you know we spiritual people talk of something which is called self realization we are not talking about you getting realized we are talking about me the self getting realized we are not talking about any god somewhere to be seen there is no god anywhere so i i have to go to some place to find god i'm sorry there is no god anywhere you have to find god within yourself and then if you find the god within yourself you become happy you become realized and you are contented the most important term over there is called sad chid ananda sad chid ananda translates into truth that is the absolute ultimate truth knowledge which is the divine knowledge and bliss it's not happiness it's bliss a blissful state would be something where there is absolutely no desire of any kind got it so we will continue with verse 31 now we have just finished 30 shri uddhava said my dear lotus eyed krishna by what process one should desire liberation meditate upon you of what specific nature should this meditation be and up, upon which form should he meditate kindly explain to me the topic of meditation meditation is a very very important thing which krishna is always prescribing he prescribes meditation he doesn't say that you have to go and do some yoga poga and all that no he says yoga means union with god it doesn't mean some exercise and meditation is prescribed in every religion in this world even if it is buddha he talks of meditation if it is jesus christ he talks of meditation if it is krishna he talks of meditation so uddhava is asking him the question we are continuing with the uddhav gita by the way what kind of meditation do i need to do if i have to achieve this kind of a union with you so the supreme personality of godhead said sitting on a level seat there is not too high or too low keeping the body straight and erect yet comfortable placing the two hands on one's lap and focusing the eyes on the tip of one's nose 
one should purify the pathways of breathing by practicing the mechanical exercise of puraks <coughs> puraka kumbaka rechaka and that one should reverse the process that is rechaka kumbaka puraka having fully controlled the senses one may thus practice pranayama step by step now this is a pranayama what is a pranayama first now this is a very important thing which i have never done so much in detail with you all but today i will do it it's a very very important process what is the process the process is first and foremost you need to be sitting in a place where there is no disturbance of any kind external or internal also by the way external means just imagine you are sitting in a place where there is too much of noise why does he say that it is not that you cannot do pranayam even in a very very crowded subway train also you can do it it is not that you cannot do it in the most noisiest of the places of course you can do it but do you have that practice think an example if you are a driver for the first time hmm if you are going to drive a cycle or or ride a cycle or something like that would you prefer riding it in the middle of a city where there is too much of traffic or would you want to practice it in a place where there is no traffic so when you have just started out you will always practice it in a place where there is no traffic likewise if you have started pranayam always practice it in a place where there is no traffic no traffic means no disturbance of any kind just imagine if you are if you are sitting in a you know you are doing pranayam and somebody says hello hello there is an important phone call for you please come and take it that's a disturbance so this kind of disturbances should not be there because you are just starting out do you know when a person starts to do his studies in the initial stages mummy says go sit in your room don't put on the music don't do this don't do that no television nothing 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 you sit in one place and study so the person has to sit in one place to study later on he graduates into going inside a library and sitting later on he can sit in front of 100 people and still study right so you get used to it later on he may put music in his ears and study people say this you know oh i can listen to the music and study it is very soothing you know is it hmm so coming back to this so meditation has to be done in a place which is absolutely quiet peaceful calming calming means if somebody is sitting on top of your head you can never be calm you know that no suppose you have a kit 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 karne wala ek husband wife ya children or whoever i'm sure you can never be calm in that place or just imagine your boss is there right in front of your nose i'm sure there is no calm in your life or maybe in some cases it's mother in law daughter in law whoever it might be there is no calm there so let us come back to the point so he says sit in a very very peaceful place where there is actually peace sit in that place 
how do you sit is an extremely important thing why do you need to sit i will tell you later but first you need to understand how do you sit you have to sit straight in today's day and age people say you can sit on a chair okay you want to sit on a chair it's fine but the most important part here is to sit in a place peacefully most of the foreigners westerners don't know how to cross their legs when sitting on the floor first they don't know how to sit on a floor okay indians know how to sit on the floor because right at the childhood you know when they are very small they have learned to squat also squat you know to sit so they have learned to sit also on the floor and their mummy daddy have told them you know hamare this is like my mother and father used to say mandi ghalun bas so you have to cross your legs like this and sit and we are so used to it that when i was very small we never had table and chair in our life it was always on the floor sleeping was also on the floor there were no table and chairs and we sit on the floor and we eat on the floor and we do everything on the floor so you sit in a peaceful place second you have to sit down third you have to sit in a very peaceful manner the way you know how we indians are taught cross our legs and sit oh there is one thing missing you better have an asan asan means something to sit on okay something to sit on what do you sit on in olden times we had that wooden thing we call it part you know <laughs> the wooden stool type was very tiny thing and you could sit on it it called part nowadays people don't have that they have it when they have a puja in their house they will say eh baju se leke aana some oldie somewhere na they will say go and get it from their house so that is called part so you sit on that if you don't have that at least sit on an insulating material why insulating because the floor might be cold and your ass might get cold okay <laughs> that is also there and imagine if you are sitting on a metal outside somewhere bola tanki pe jaake baithta hu main you know tanki we used to have those huge metal tanks on top of our buildings and you can sit on top of those metal tanks nowadays it is plastic tanks so we had those metal tanks and we used to love sitting on the tanks because we used to i used to sit and watch the trains come and go by my building was very close to the railway station railway tracks and we would sit on top of these metal tanks on top imagine going and sitting there at 12 o'clock in the afternoon yeah <laughs> so you need insulation so insulation is a must so insulate yourself from the floor sit on top of it then now we have done couple of things first quiet place second insulating material third yourself now we come to the clothes please no lulu mom's yoga pants 
If you wear Lulumom's yoga pants, the guy who is sitting behind you or people who are watching you, they are going to see your yoga. Okay, and pants also, everything. Please don't do that. No yoga pants. हमारे इंडिया में सलवार का मीज है ठीक है इंडिया में बोला यू नो लहंगा रहता है वो भी चलेगा लहंगा यू नो वी द मेल्स दे वेयर सदरा एंड लहंगा दे कॉल इट टू पीस यू नो टॉप एंड बॉटम ऑफ कोर्स यू कैन गेट इट इन फैब इंडिया नो आई एम नॉट प्रमोटिंग फैब इंडिया ओवर यर बट ऑफकोर्स देर आर फ्यू पीपल हु आर ग्रेट फैंस ऑफ फैब इंडिया ऑफकोर्स कुर्ताज एंड पजामास यू कैन वेयर दैट कुर्ता एंड पजामा If you want, you can wear a choga like you know Satya Sai Baba type. Does not matter. Of course, then you'll have to walk like him <laughs> and talk like him also. <laughs> no, you can wear a simple, not tight, loose fitting. The Lulu Mom pants are tight. They show everything inside also and outside also. You know that. No? So please don't wear those kind of things. It's not advisable. And yes, no jeans, by the way. Hmm? Because first and foremost, you don't wash the jeans. Secondly, yeah, even you do like this and you and you do it to your jeans. You are sitting on some dirty places, and please don't use jeans because jeans have got a very thick border. You know uh, the waist. The waistband is very thick. It has it has been sewn very hard inside with a very thick thread. That can cause back problems, and we have. everything to do with the back in meditation so please don't do that got it so now wearing loose fitting not fitting very tight but loose fitting loose fitting clothes which are very simple cotton ones not synthetic and all that just wear cotton clothes sit in one place cross your legs sometimes people ask me should i take a bath sir pani rahega to snan karo nahi rahega to mat karo ठीक है इसी देर आर सम प्लेस इज वेर यू यू नो गेट वाटर येस यू कैन डू देर इज नो वाटर यू कैन डू सो इट डज नॉट मैटर जस्ट बी क्लीन देन वेन यू सिट इन दैट वन प्लेस फर्स्ट एंड फॉरमोस्ट यू नो वेन एवरी डे इन द किचन यू गेट दैट कचरा का डब्बा एवरी डे द कचरा का डब्बा गेट्स फील्ड द डस्टबिन गेट्स फील्ड like that your mind is kachra ka dabba so first you empty wo kachre wale ko pehle de dena go sort out your mess first okay that kachra you remove from your mind otherwise you are going to be thinking about that only all the time imagine those who are non vegetarian people and they love fish and there are the bones of the fish lying in that kachra ka dabba two days you know how dirty they smell so please don't do that so we come to the next point empty that is there in your mind you don't have to carry that kachra with you now you are sitting in a peaceful place remember this yes i would recommend like mr brito you know you can go and sit on top of a mountain <laughs> but first you have to take the visa and the passport and the aircraft ticket and go and sit over there but there are no mountain tops here So where you are staying is a perfect place. Go find a peaceful place. Go and search for that place and sit over there. <laughs> it could be a garage also. Does not matter. If nobody comes to the garage, it's a peaceful place. You see, I used to sit in the godowns. 
My godown was a peaceful place. Nobody used to come over there. Huh? And at that time there was not a cell phone. We used to have those, you know, those dial type of phones or the punch type of phones. And if somebody came for me upstairs, they would call me and say, Oh, somebody has come to see you. Okay, that was very good. So I had that privacy, privacy. Oh, what? Privacy, grammar, Nazis. I don't know. So, <laughs> so think about it. So you need to have the privacy, you need to have the peace and the quiet and everything. Sit in that place with the loose fitting clothes. Then, next thing. You know, before you go and do your exercise, what do you do? You know all that thing? Loosen up your body? Yes, you need to do loosening up of your body also. Actually, you are trying to loosen up your mind. Think about it. So, just relax. Relax. Relaxing doesn't mean that before you start anything, you have taken a nice cup of coffee or a tea. Okay, no. Relaxation doesn't mean ek chai mara uske baad main meditation karunga. Sir, vaisa nahi karte. Kuch nahi. Koi zaruri nahi. Pet thik hona chahiye. Next, you need to see what you are doing. So, keep your eyes open. Hmm? Keep your eyes open. Not too bright. Not like this. Not like Amrish Puri. Thik se. And then, you know your nose, can you see your nose by any chance? Hmm? See the only person who could see his nose was Pinocchio. Because he had a long nose. See? That's a joke. See everybody is a Pinocchio over here because everybody tells lies. So you already have long noses. Okay? So you can see the nose, tip of your nose. Or if you can't see, just put like this your finger up there. See the tip of your nose. And the only thing that you need to do is imagine. Imagine you are breathing. So just imagine like this. Hmm? There is a nice air, ball of air over here. It is now entering your nose and it has gone inside. Just think, huh? there is a big cloud of air breathing, you know, you're going to breathe in, goes in. You may say, how do I visualize? Do you know there is a very important uh, games that they play nowadays in most of these bars and other places? You know what it is called? It is called vaping. V-A-P-I-N-G. You have that cigarette type of a thing in it. And he blows those bubbles and those things like that. You know those. Kya bolte usko? Dhua. Imagine there is a big air balloon in front of you, and you are now going to take in a breath. So imagine how the breath enters. It is coming from here, entering your nose. Those who know a little bit of human physiology, physiology, you know physiology. Very good. You know how the air goes? It doesn't go straight point like that inside. How does it go? It goes up and then goes down. So the nostril is here but the air passage is here. 
in between your eyes here so the air goes up and then down and then it goes going inside the lungs you know those two lungs that you have is going to expand over there so you take a deep breath now first and foremost how many people know how to take a deep breath nobody knows first and foremost if you don't know how to take a deep breath reason me the only time when you can take a deep breath is bola koi ladki ja rahi hai na to kal hum log mall mein gaye the wahan pe wo hai na jo wahan ka there was this watchman over there you know and he was looking at that girl and he must have actually taken a deep breath while doing that otherwise nobody takes deep breath or if you have run behind a bus i mean nobody runs behind a bus nowadays except brito i think do you run behind a bus <laughs> nobody runs behind a bus or if you know those who do jogging you know those who do jogging or walking fast you take actually what you do is not take a deep breath you take fast breathing no here i am telling you very clearly deep breath deep breath means practicing is very very important so practice the deep breathing technique what do you do if you have a stopwatch in front of you how much time does it take to say 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 see i said it fast 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 and 10 seconds fast slow pace 1234567899 oh my god too fast so you have to say it slowly sometimes when people read they don't know how to read so you have to read slowly for your mind to understand likewise you have to take the breath slowly otherwise you will choke so count 1,2,3,4,5,6 Practice taking breath in for 6 seconds So you start सिक्स second Then first you cannot by the way uh, give i'll give you an idea try it for 2 seconds you will fail then try it for 3 seconds you will fail try it for 4 seconds oh my god or 4 second nahi hota hai bhaiya you can't do for 4 seconds also no you have to practice practicing is important isn't it you we have to practice in everything bola driving mein practice karte hain har cheez mein practice karna ke zaruri hai na वैसे पढ़ाई भी प्रैक्टिस करनी चाहिए सो यू हैव टू प्रैक्टिस टेकिंग द ब्रेथ सो टेकिंग इट इन सिक्स सेकेंड्स 
5 6 oh when you are doing the practicing don't slump don't do like this you are supposed to sit straight remember don't forget sitting straight sit straight take the breath 6 times 6 seconds you take it in no taking it out take it in first learn to how to take it in see when you are starting you can start with 4 does not matter you can start with 3 also 1 2 3 chalega wo bhi chalega but try to achieve this kind of an objective see the why's and the wherefores i will explain maybe three or four satsangs from now it is not going to happen now you will have to hold on till then okay first now i have to teach you techniques so please hold on have have a little patience in this so this is 6 seconds you have to take the breath in now next thing don't do suddenly releasing the breath no hold it in you know hold it in when up when you know that kachra kat gaadi passes by what do you do you hold your breath in hmm? or somebody has farted in your train or next to your aircraft seat you hold your breath isn't it you know how to hold breath so don't tell me you can't and those who know how to swim they know how to hold the breath hold the breath 2 seconds 1 Not one two, one two. So six. Take it in. Two. Hold your breath. Now release the air. Not releasing like that. No. Release it. Six seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six. at the end of the 6 second you should feel that you have exhausted every breath from your lungs you have become a flat balloon 6 seconds first full balloon 2 seconds stop 6 seconds exhaust the air out completely flat meanwhile <laughs> you see your eyes where are they supposed to be don't faint by the way <laughs> while doing this because most of the people they get in their head and they go like this and they want to sleep in the first minute itself they go to sleep this is a very very important exercise to do so he is saying this breath in hold breath out now the next step hold hold for 2 seconds more that means do not breathe out do not breathe in hold when you have exhausted the breath completely make made your balloon very tiny then you hold for 2 seconds then start filling in once again 1 2 3 4 5 6 and continue this exercise 6 2 6 2 6 to 6 2 go on this entire process one in hold one exhale that is inhale hold exhale hold inhale 
hold, exhale, hold. That is called one cycle of inhale, hold, exhale, hold would be counted as one cycle. I hope you understood this much. Sitting in one place, on a safe comfortable seat, no noise anywhere, do this. This is what will help you meditate. So, this is to be done first like a normal thing. Slowly and steadily. Remember, your eyesight is over here. After some time, you will find that your eyes close on their own. Don't fall asleep. They close on their own because you have got accustomed to what you are doing. When you get used to the pressures of air around you, you become relaxed. Those who know mountain climbing, it's called acclimatization. So those who do the mountain climbing, they go to the Himalayas and all these places. You have to get acclimatized to the temperatures over there, the pressures, everything. Isn't it? You have to get acclimatized to the air over there. The air is very thin. So this is the exact thing that we are going to do. We are going to get acclimatized. Now after acclimatization, what are you supposed to do? Calm yourself. You are already calm now. You have done this for maybe 15 minutes and you are now peaceful and calm. Because you have balanced the air pressure outside and the air pressure inside. You see those who fly in the air, you know, those who go by aircrafts, you know they have to balance out the air inside your lungs and outside. Huh? Do you, do you, do you see that your ears sometimes gets blocked? That is because the pressure outside and the pressure inside is different. So the pressure has to be equalized. And that is what you are doing. With this breathing exercise, you are actually doing pressure building equally on both the sides. And when you do that, you are synchronized with the pressure everywhere. There is a synchronicity. You are synchronized. So the... the, the Rhythm outside is the same as the rhythm inside. Once the rhythm is same, then you come to a point where you will find that your eyes will automatically close. When the eyes close, you will find that the mind which was full of so much of kachra has started removing the kachra. That means all the thoughts have started eliminating. And this is a very, very important process. So I will read the line for you once again. Krishna said, Sitting on a level seat that is not too high and not too low, keeping the body straight and erect yet comfortable, placing the two hands on one's lap and focusing the eyes on the tip of one's nose, one should purify the pathways of breathing by practicing the mechanical exercise of breathing in, holding, breathing out, holding, breathing in, holding, breathing out, holding.
this is an exercise that you have to do having fully controlled the senses one may thus practice pranayam step by step and this is a method of practicing please practice it even for 5 minutes or 4 minutes does not matter maybe you will practice it for 10 minutes it really does not matter just try practicing this why because it will bring you a lot of calm and you are doing it yourself you don't need some class over there somewhere no it's not like like a yoga class somewhere that you have to go and learn it with people no you can sit in one place wherever you want to and this is a simple exercise it is called a breathing exercise pranayam yam prana prana is the breath life breath we call it vyayam vyayam means exercise we do vyayam isn't it exercise you go to the gym and do that now here this is home exercise you are exercising your breathing so it is called pranayam the next line is slightly tough to understand so i will have to first send you in the facebook a small drawing which i will do the next week coming week all right this drawing will help you understand but i am going to give you an introduction in the next 10 minutes the introduction is this why do you have to sit straight you know when you were when you go for any exercise or when you do anything in the gym also they will tell you to first stand against a wall do you know that's what they say stand against a wall or if you sleep in the bed you have to sleep straight what are you trying to do you are trying to put your spinal cord in alignment imagine you are sleeping like this ada teda you know next morning you are going to have a catch you know people sometimes they sit like this in the class also not here even in school slumping like this or sitting like this teda meda like that no sitting straight is important it has everything to do with your spinal cord so today i am going to give you a part of a secret and the secret is this there are no gods anywhere outside of you okay even in the bible or in our hum our books holy books it is written so where are the gods in the sanatan dharma in the hinduism we say we have 33 koti 33 crore gods are there and everybody laughs their you know ass off they say no what 33 crore gods ah! they are inside you they are inside you and these 33 crore gods who live inside of you are every portion of your body it's inside your body you will say oh, what are gods doing they are doing functions 
you know functions what functions do they do you see think about it the god inside your eye is giving you vision you will say ah science says those are nerve cells okay nerve cells so you are just a sperm that is a god because he does something for us okay so this god inside of you does something for you now think about the entire spinal column right from the brain down to the tip of the spinal cord you know the last place which we call is the coccyx that place from here to there which is at the base of your ass that is the most important organ in your body it is called the spinal cord and the brain it runs in the vertebrae see i am teaching a little physiology over here please don't mind me imagine different portions of the vertebral column that is the spinal column are they doing functions related to that particular place yes just imagine here is handling the entire hand and this side of the hand is it not controlling that imagine the nerves which control your heart if there are no con- nerves controlling your heart who is going to do like this for you imagine your breathing imagine your stomach the muscle control and all is done through the nerves and the nerves nerves okay and they are controlled by this spinal cord which is the real thing which manipulates your whole body now people don't give importance to the spinal cord so much you need to give importance those who have pain of sciatica will tell you how painful it is that is because the nerve in that particular place is open or it is the the the, the vertebra has worn out there are lots of people in this world who have problem at the back pain some people have neck pain just think the liquid in between two vertebras is gone and the vertebra is doing and there is a nerve inside that that is called the spinal cord and that is getting touched a little bit it is like touching the electrical wires you get a shock no think the spinal cord is so extremely important to us and we are going to discuss about the spinal cord next week and why is this spinal column so very important is because we have to maintain it in a straight position you see the olden times the the person we say you know we came from stone age and all that monkey and the apes have you seen a monkey how is he is bent like this 
exactly like an old man or an old woman no they are bent like this no the spinal cord is bent that is very bad so we need to be erect straight so we need to sit straight also don't slouch and sit mummy and daddy when they say you know don't slouch you know how much you have got irritated with them what do you mean my little oh of course you need to sit straight because your spinal cord is very very important till you die it controls the heartbeats it controls your lungs it controls your stomach it controls your intestine it controls your liver it controls every part of your body including your hands your legs your brains everything so you have to pay attention to this and this is what we are going to discuss coming week this is an important lesson i know i am going slow i am going slow because you need to understand how important it is when krishna has told you this you may think you know aaj ka doctor kya bolta hai physiotherapist wo zyada important hai krishna kya bola wo important nahi hai nahi krishna jo bolta hai wo bahut important hai suno sunna bahut zaruri hai so how you follow this so i have just introduced you the portion of the body which is behind you that is from the brain downwards medulla oblongata the neck going backwards this thing is literally like spreading out literally with all the nerve endings everywhere right till the tip of your finger tip of your leg chota tobi isn't it it's the most important part of your body it's a connectivity with an important organ called brain and we are going to discuss that the next time not a physiological lesson but a lesson connected to spirituality which is where we are going to discuss about the different different places of where the gods rule from the gods in your body they rule from various locations and we are going to do those important locations they are called the muladhara chakra till this sahasrahara so i will send you two small pictures in the coming few days and they will be hand drawn of course and we shall study that all right i know it may be a little bit tough in the beginning but don't worry i will make it as simple as i can so i shall see you all in the coming week take care have a very good day and a very good evening bye